AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. When I write y'all, all across the USC, Compton, Watts, Bay to LA, Pomona, California, from valley to valley, we represent that killer county. So if you're keeping it real on your side of your town, you tune in to Gangsta Chronicles. Gangsta Chronicles, we gon' tell you how it goes. Nose will grow like Pinocchio. We gon' tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta Chronicles, this is not your average show. You're now tuned into the real MCA Big James and Big Stairs. Strictly from the streets. Hello. We represent the James. We'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Gangsta Chronicles Podcast. Make sure you download the iHeart app, search for the Gangsta Chronicles podcast. All my iPhone users, go to Apple Podcasts, search for the Gangsta Chronicles, subscribe, leave a comment, and a five-star rating. Tonight, we have some very special individuals in the house. So first, let me introduce my co-host. Big J. GMCA. It's, it's, a, it's a lot to say about these two fellas here. And, and it's about time that we had a show like this because... Not only me, not only a cast that's been on the streets and unaware of the information that they're about to share with us. A lot of us brothers need to hear this because a lot of us been misled. Uh, I had the privilege of knowing this man right here and and seeing his get down and understanding my position and my place to be where I was at. And I just want everybody to listen and understand where these two men are coming from is 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 totally different from what we heard. Um, we we're about to see. We're about to see. I think this is going to be the one. Well, man, you know I know they got a long history, man. Take pick, pick a year. Take me just take me to seventy one. Seventy one. Uh, right, Melvin Farmer, 
and my companion and running mate, Ayatollah uh, Marvin. Uh, we represent credible messengers uh, around the globe because it's out of New York where we work with uh, uh, Mayor Bowles uh, and New York where it created. But we're the first uh, representatives uh, from Compton and Los Angeles to where we deal with uh, redefining the community. So tonight's show is going to take place in a year, and it's, it's, I'm glad you said the year. 1971, because that's where we're going to start. But if you're going to see at the end of this show, that's where I parted. So and basically, my you're going to give us a, a, a tale of, of the real hood, and so to speak. We're going to take you back in history where we ain't telling you a stories we've heard. We're telling you of men that have done, all my friends had either 30 arrests by 17 or convicted of a homicide or had been in jail over 30 times, and usually all three of them had occurred. So we're going back to an era to where uh, you're fit to hear eyewitness testimony because we got to give all things to God uh, by faith because a lot of times the only thing stronger than a man's pride is a mother's love. So we have to drop our pride. And we're here to address something that could affect the nation where we feel that youths up to date, where there's no color lines, no cuts, to where we feel as a unit that the juvenile justice system must be addressed when we're talking about black issues and equality and justice in America. I don't believe where you can march where your feet bleed. As opposed to when we're in jail, we know that you can say all you want, but if you can't put something on that paper, no changes occurred. You're not coming home. Exactly. So we're going to the papers where we feel it's three areas I address. Right. I'm with Coalition of a, a, a Credible Message, but I'm also with an organization side of Queen, New York, called Code Black Coalition. And one of the members is Pat Robinson, Executive Director of the Colin Kaepernick. Uh, know Your Rights Camp. I work with her on this. We have a co-host and do a project called uh, Think Twice. So when whatever we say, we want you to think twice. It's always two sides to a pancake. So we want to be fair. But now uh, we're going to take you back in the time to where we're going to try to put some eye drop in your ear. So when you come out, everything will be crystal clear. Because we're going to vote by facts, not artifacts. That was then. This is now. So let's get the show started. Mark, uh, when you started off and was going to the criminal justice system, so we fit to address the juvenile fitness here, where we believe that these kids are being uh, violated behind committing a crime at 15, and then because the clock don't stop, that the punishment turned to a dealt sentence when they couldn't vote, they couldn't uh, go out and drink, and they couldn't get driver's license. So why would you go and take something that happened there and see what I'm saying? Okay, well, well, let's take it back a little bit and tell us how, as young adolescents, so to speak, was the, was the scene back in 71. Down. How, how you gentlemen... You know, we conducted ourselves where we was from, where you was from, how you got started. What was the move behind, you know, the formation I got of, you. Of, of, of what we of established, what we established yes. now? The formation and the crystallization <clears throat> of the Crips and Bloods as they know them today, in a nutshell. 1971, that's when West Side, East Side, and Compton 
what's then. There was no sets. There was no colors. Uh, Tookie Nim was, uh, he was in fact the Brookings because Donald Archie Sweetback introduced him. So during that time, they all had, I would look at their demeanors, their characters, their styles, and their grace. That's what I got from Tookie because don't forget, if I'm 14, they're adults. That's why the year starts at 71. Mm-hmm. So now, they never had, they might have had swabbles, but usually when I seen Buddha got killed, I was there and watched them whisper. Uh, they had another one, Bub got killed, that was one of them. So when a, a murder happened in them days, it usually was a personal dispute that was handled eternally as opposed to somebody coming. And then, now the next group come because of the Baloo murder, that really took all the West Side from Horace Mann out because the juveniles that were involved got out of state release. Everybody else went to prison. And that's when you came with uh, 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 the West Side where it lasted from 71. Now these the juveniles that take over. Because when the murder happened, uh, uh, another murder happened, and I hate to go back into this because when I speak, it's going to open wounds for both sides, victim and uh, uh, suspect. So we're going to go with a name named D.G., and I can say this because this is a fact. No, we're going to go to Valerie Briscoe Hooks mm-hmm. and what we could get away with in 71 all the way to 75. That way it won't be where we're talking where somebody can go and play right. a hate and say that's you're right. telling that's secrets. Right. So this public knowledge. Snitching, so to speak. Yeah, no, but they don't know what snitching is. Okay. That's when you do that. Let's get, get it going. So now we're going to go back to Valerie Briscoe Hooks and I, my condolences to you and our condolences to the young man that got slain one year to the day later. Uh, Valerie Briscoe Hooks, if you look at her biography, she says she was inspired by her brother's death, where he got shot during training, and it was gunfire between youths uh, shooting at, at, at Lock High. Mm-hmm. But he also said when one of the brothers talked about it, that he said it seemed like it was common occurrences. That's what the newspaper said. Now, this is probably, if she's 14, this is 73, 74. So anyway, the suspect, go and tell his mommy he did it and tell basically, I think I killed somebody. She take him to juvenile hall, and she tell him, and they should have been went to court. He sat in court a year, and they say, we have no law to try him. And they let him go. Then one year later, when he got out, the same day he got out, this is how karma go. He got killed where they was waiting on him. Now, the more thing to make it official with me is the fact that I know the victim name and very he's never been mentioned because he a juvenile. You only could know if he was there. Howard Morrison was in the ninth grade, and he called him Vamp. And uh, he got killed. My boy got killed when he was 14 because when I walked over there, the same after he got out, when I got there, he was dead. So I don't like talking too much about that ever, but... Those are one of the things that could come where your behavior to where they said because of the public safety, we have to judge when does rehabilitation stop? Because by then we don't have 40 of us. Mm-hmm. There was nothing we can do. Carjacking, sight out. Uh, uh, tattoos, wasn't even thought about. Violence, uh, 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 let me see what else you could get away that was good. Extortion. 
when we took cars, and I learned from Odie, and everybody know Odie got killed, so we'll go to Odie. This time it's to you, my brother. He got killed. Odie started Block with Melvin Hardy, who started Block. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive, HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You got UG United Underground on the west side, because that's where I'm from, <laughs> but I can cover the rest, but I'm going to keep it where these are facts in my life. It went from the west side, when that started, was... Michael Christian, Barefoot Pookie, O'Neal Brown, Babyface, uh, our, uh, Tony Stacey. It's a gang of us, but we formed the West Side. Then that didn't last too long because that era, after the 72, that's when the gang and the chains where we could kill or where you can pull the trigger. Because by the time I was 21, I'm on a law to this day where if I ever be seen with a gun or get caught with one, I'm up on the trigger lock, and that only you can get. And anybody know this to my homeboy, Woodrat, and you always hear me say, rest in peace. So this is a lesson. This could save your life. My boy, uh, 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 Woodrat, he got 20 years, Compton. Did 20 years for right when he was getting ready to go home from Folsom after the war. They come and say, hey, man, even though you beat the case, we got you because we signed the paper together. And that's when I didn't even know about it. But I learned from him never get caught with a gun again because he did 20 years where he beat the case and the feds said it don't matter. You've been using guns. So we always getting shut out. So it was basically the wild, wild west mm. during that era. But it was unity. There was no... Uh, it was strictly a blood versus a, a, a crip, if they was called that. On our side of town, you had five nine brims, uh, the Van Ness boys, Donald Ray, Fat Butchie, uh, uh, Gerald McMillan. They need to let him out. 
Swig County, rest in peace. Uh, then you had the Inwood family, Douglas Green, since 1972. That's 48 years ago. Y'all talking about 48 hours. Big difference. So the atmosphere, we could do what we wanted to do. Then in 75, they caught up to it. And they started noticing we can't rehabilitate them. Rehabilitate them. And that's when it went to the Supreme Court to where we're going to have to start charging them between the ages of 16 and 17 to where they will be tried as an adult. So from 75 to this day, mm-hmm. anybody that were committing criminal acts where they committed murder, see, they didn't say any murder. They say because of these youths, they're getting away with murder, and they said that's why you got violence offenses. And then as the 50 years went on, when we were getting cited out for taking cars, y'all get carjacking jacked. See how later on they come back and they just change the law where they increase the penalty, mm. but the same thing happened. So when we was doing it, we were getting traffic tickets where my mama was my bail sponsor. Mm. We didn't have to worry about it because we were wards of the court and they were really treating juveniles, which we should go back to, to where they are being re- uh, uh, rehabilitated and given a chance. But also that depends on these youth's behavior. They can't go and ask for, uh, 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 to get their freedom and you're acting like an animal. That gives them an excuse. So why don't we fall back and we're going to help you? Simple mm-hmm. as that. So, Mel, that's when I, I remember something like that because some of the OG homies was kicking it with the little homies. The little homies would take the crime because they wouldn't catch that. They couldn't get They charges. couldn't get it, yeah. That's so, accurate. yeah, because we had a lot of homies go to jail behind that. Oh, no, he just going to take it because he going to go to juvenile hall and get out, opposed to me being 25. I'm going straight. And that's why they fell back. But I don't want to, I want more to say a little bit about yeah, I'm you. A, I'm on more to tell. Yeah, y'all you get there. About, you know, how you got started blood. As, 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 as a youth. You know, and how you got started representing and where you was from, you from Compton and whatever. So give us a little background on. Well, as as Melvin go, we go prior to 71. And prior to 71, it was uh, the criminal justice system in dealing with youth was on rehabilitation. So, like he talked about getting arrested 40 times. I was born on Elm Street. I'm from Nightmare on Elm Street, Compton, California. That's right. Shout out to Elm Street. Elm Street. Yeah, well, I mean, and at that time, our sets was, uh, we were all treetops because all our streets are named after trees. Mm -hmm. And your side was all the swamps before that. Okay, now... That's that's crazy because treetop is now across okay, the street. I'm going to tell you how okay, they got yeah, there. Definitely. So the, your neighborhood was all swamps from Compton Boulevard back to Alondra. Mm-hmm. From Alondra over where Nutty Block is now, it was called Boot Hill because it was by the graveyard. Right. Arcacia right. Block was called Spooktown. And Spooktown now is across the track. Right. So right. now we go over to, before Fruit Town was Fruit Town, there was the Bliss Boys. Okay. You dig what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I grew up, the first murder we had in Compton was Clarence Stubberfield killed Ferguson in 1969. Mm-hmm. It stayed across the street from each other. Now, he got 18 months in youth authority because he was 16. Mm-hmm. Because it was rehabilitation. When I go to juvenile, I've been going to, going to jail since 1959. And I would go to the Roy Dale program, 30-day program. Go to why you do the Marshall program, you do 90 days. Right. Because uh-huh. white America couldn't understand the psychic of black. 
You know what I'm saying? So they said we had that learning curve, so we couldn't commit crimes and be knowledgeable for them. I cursed my, caught my first body at 17. Went to juvenile hall, got found an unfit juvenile hall, uh, unfit juvenile, and went to youth authority. Okay. Could have did it. Why? 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 Went to uh, youth authority. I went to YTS. Mm-hmm. Got involved in a riot in YTS. Caught a body. I'm the first juvenile or young adult to get sent from Y to San Quentin. But that's another story. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But just give it authenticity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we so, can come exactly. back. So, that's all so, it is. The history. Yeah, right. giving it so back. in Compton, okay. when we started gangbanging, I saw most of the, the Crips come into Y in Youth Authority. We're talking about Bunchy Griffin, Crazy Crip, Kevin Williams, uh, uh, Minnesota, um, um, sh- Ricky Bonneville, Ricky Bonneville, Ricky Bonneville, Minnesota, Minnesota, elementary. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Uh, it was accused of 14 murders at 14. Please don't tell them. Murder, yeah. So uh, when these dudes came in, we was all Compton. It wasn't no set tripping right. in Compton. It was just one Compton. So wherever we was from, we was down. What separated Compton and the gangbang, and we talk about we go to 72. Right. Okay. Uh Billy Flowers got killed by Jody Crawford on Wilmington and Compton Boulevard at the Chevron station. Okay. About a girl that stayed on Palmer Street. And when he killed, when Jody Crawford killed Billy, uh, little Billy Flowers, Billy Flowers was from uh, Palmer Lee and Piru. Mm. So they took his body. Jody Crawford was out of the Watts, out of the JDs. When they took his body down to Harrison Ross Funeral Home, the JDs came and was the first ones to turn over a casket. Mm-hmm. Billy Flowers. Check your history right quick. B- Billy Flowers called Puddin' and Tam them, and they came and sat down at the funeral home for three days. And every time somebody come, they would bustle them and say, who is these niggas here? We from Piru Street. So this is how Piru's came, and the first division came with Watts. Okay. And that's where it came and then when uh, Lil Punk and Double Barrel Bob came to the uh, Watts Festival in 1971, Craig Munson them said any, any uh, bloods come to 5'9", any 5'9s come to the Watts. Talk about Punk and rest in peace. Red Lil Punk and 5'9". So he said anybody comes out of there, we, we taking Shout care out. of them. Okay. So two sweet them out of the bounty hunters. They came and all of them had uh, raincoats on with shotguns on them. And they said, well, who are y'all? They said, we bounty hunters. We looking for Crips. This is the beginning of the bounty hunters. Mm -hmm. So then they start calling Pyrus. Dudes from L.A. didn't know what a Pyru was, so they start calling us roosters. Right, okay. So that's where the red came in at. Right, okay. And so that set us up with the red and the blue. Okay. Oh, my God. This is just a... You know what yeah. I'm saying? History. So that's, that's nice. where we come. So when he's talking about the different filing, before you could go to YA for being incorrigible. Your mama them couldn't handle you, but it wasn't a crime. Okay. In 1971, they made it a felony because blacks were shooting. I went to, I had three on clear people okay. and didn't do all day. Now for us killing each other, they start, we got, I got one of my little homeboys from Fruit Town, 16 years old. He just got 250 years to life. Right. How are you going to do a percentage of that? My son you know, got King. So it's massive incarceration now. My son got you know. 450 after I told him, don't never go behind me in life with my name where they Damn. see my record, you're going to get it. 
He had got 450. So I'm going to come help him out and get him back or give him a chance. So this riding, there's a lot of things at stake here. And uh, not to cut you off, Mark, but they get the picture. And we also want to focus on what we can do to help you because we can always come back and tell tales. Exactly. We got a lot of shit, but tonight it's important. Well, that's where, that's where I'm at. There you go. Because I'm trying to reach out to the youngsters that don't understand this history at this table. And like I said at first, everybody is misinformed. Even I was misinformed. And, and my true belief was to be where you was from and represented 100. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that took me to a different place. You know what I'm saying? And I had help. You know what I'm saying? But now that I got older, how do I help fix what I broke? Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't bring nothing back. But how do I help fix what I destroyed? We tore up Compton. We, we destroyed it with the drugs and the gangbanging. So here I am now, now I got y'all up here, y'all can tell us that this wasn't supposed to be. Us getting down the way we getting down and the way we killing each other wasn't supposed to be. But let me interject on that and what Melvin is saying about the justice system and our position as OGs or older people. If you look in the penitentiary system right now, with Mexicans, old Mexicans, they deal with their youth. They tell, man, we don't deal with mayates, we don't do this, we don't do that. But all blacks try to be 20 and try to give misinformation. You feel what I'm saying? They don't give the real. You get some dude 40 or 50 years old talk about gangbanging, 90% of the time he didn't do shit at 17. Right. He just got out the yeah, house. Got more, about 20, got more uh, uh, so, graduation pictures so, and mugshots. Yeah. That's what we thought. Yeah. How the hell so, you got only three goddamn ways to get a mugshot yeah, or a graduation yeah. picture and you can't top a mugshot? Yeah. I had 40 of them about seven. So this is where we have miscommunications in our, yeah, and, and who we dealing with our youth. Right. When I grew I mean, I'll tell you a story. The other day, I was talking to my son. My grandson, Wild and I, he from Fruit Town, well, he got misinformed by some old niggas about who I was. Right. So he's doing some dumb shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I did some dumb shit. So my son called me because my, my grandson had done some dumb shit. And I talked to his mother about it. And my grandson, and my son, I'm telling him, he said, man, dad, I got to go over and talk to him. I said, man, this dude is on a suicide mission. Now, my son is 20 years old. Right. He tells me, dad, what do you mean? He on a suicide mission. What are you talking about? Why? I said, man, dude, is doing, what would you rather for him to do? Get caught with a gun or get killed with a gun? Basically, it got nothing to do with me. If he get killed, I'm going to go to the funeral, but I'm not going to the graveyard. Mm-hmm. If, he go to pri- if he go to court, I'll go to court, but I'm not going to prison. Right. I ain't got to fight a dog in the fight. So, but my son tell me, man, couldn't nobody tell you nothing when you was growing up. You being a hypocrite. But I had to ask him, how do you know? I just met you, nigga. Mm-hmm. We've been together about 20 years. Right. Matter of fact, I don't know you. I knew your mama. For Turk, you came as a plus one. Okay. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and why do you think that our youth are so misinformed today? Because we didn't inform them. We didn't inform them. Let me give you another one uh, you know? to answer that uh, from the era that, that, that this is what happened. 71, I'm going back. So that means 75, they're turning 18. These are active ones, though. Okay. Not everybody. Steel, James, 8, 
y'all niggas better give me my five dollars. I put that on the set. I need to go get me some water mirror. My motherfucking feet fucking with me. Gangster Chronicles, my ass. Pay granny her money. This gangster granny. Y'all know me. Where you at? Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Where you at? This is OG Gangster Granny, and the Gangster Chronicles podcast is back in effect. Get ready for some of that G shit and blaze up some water marrow. Nobody's, nobody's not active right. from 71, but really the killing didn't start till 72. From 72 to se- from 71 to 72, mm-hmm. we were delinquents where we are stealing beer off the truck, getting that stealing, right. mischievous Stealing crip gear because no, we no, cripping, no, no, but then bullshit. right, but we 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 delinquents. We're doing stuff like the bad news bears. Right. But in '72, mm-hmm. when the Bolu murder happened, that knocked the West Side for a loop. Cause them was Tookies, OG homeboys. Uh, uh, Bobby Creer, rest in peace. That's big. That's hard. Sims, Ricardo Sims, Bub. Rest in peace. Just Don't Baycock. say Justin Bayscott gone. Don't, that's the one who never won his name mentioned because his wife don't even know mm. he got the case. And he's been out since 1979. They did what's up on the 7-Up. Right, right. They got out in 79. So when they left, tooking them was next. But on the west side, they have always had gangs. Let's remember that. Okay. They had avenues. They had businessmen. So never think that the Crips come from those factions or had their ideologies because most of those dudes when we got to prison later on were BGFs. 
Wow, to be jailed. All of them. And then when the Bloods came to prison when we turned 20 and went, since they was fighting Crips only, they turned and got in. That's why, that's where you get UBN with Peabody, right. Jan Brewer, mm. and they go to New York. I'm right mm. there on the tier. Right. Please, don't fuck with me this year. Right. So anyway, 75 come. And this is where another part of the Red Sea happened as far as gang activity okay. when you're really about it. See, we ain't, now you can have nine uh, sugar bears. One, two, three, four, little sugar bear, big. Ain't nobody in uh, emulating us because it ain't nobody following us. Right. We only got us. Crips, Bloods, and the Mexican Mafias, which was the Southern Rainios now. Those were the kids that were souring their oats. But in 75, what happens if we count the numbers? They turn 18 and can go to the prison. Mm. So 75, that's when you'll get the written. I'm going to name them off. You was there. Raymond Washington. Mm. And they don't know about Sidney Hefner. Right. <laughs> Did I? You had uh, Bob and them. They actually were the first crypts there where they were threatening them where... They was almost to the killing for coming in for killing a black. And we talking about the Black Panthers, Jonathan Jackson, George Jackson. These men were actually there as the Solidad brothers. They witnessed that. So after I followed, we followed them, and that's where it parted. That means all the ones that were setting the tradition on the west side, the Hoovers, mm. the Hundreds, the Sixties, the Harlem. Paybacks, Watergates, uh, 111s. So everybody just started forming? No. That left a void to where the leadership went, because don't forget all my friends did 30 years. If they just started in 71, that means they got 26 years where they gone. That's when the new ones come in and the sets broke. Now you got people trying to tell other ones what to do. And that's when the separation grew. Mm. Everybody wants to be king shit exactly. or turd island. Because that's what you own. And that's when the division, he in jail, now look at it. The originals and our protocol has disappeared because now it go from that to where when Crips got killed, it was internal where it was really personal. It wasn't no thing about uh this gang is just business. Let me interject this. As you're talking about 80, 81 started the era when gang violence was at the peak. Mm -hmm. The government started with Operation Weed and Seed. When you talk about the OGs going to prison for 30 years, they had an SSU squad in 81 to 83. Every OG to get out of prison and would get caught in a felony, they wouldn't arrest them, they was killing them. And they'd kill them and they had to disband it. Nothing new. You didn't that know was that? OSS. I knew that. Yeah. fucking kidding me? They yeah. had an OSS three, for the three. ones that now, would do jackets. But they was killing them. They had to go. And they, a lot of men was from our community where they had to disband it, where they were trailing them, killing them, and letting them do the robbery. And could have been stopped right. them. They would kill them. Like Bob. Kind of like Bob. Uh, yeah. Motor Mouse in there. Stag got killed. We can name a lot of them. So that's so also. That's, that's Operation Weed and Seed. Okay. So when you talk about people and start infiltrating, before Operation Weed and Seed, it was a Cointel program. Okay. Cointel right. got rid of the Black Panthers, the, mm -hmm. the Amalana, Ryan Karinga, and us, and black dissident organizations. So they changed Cointel Pro to Operation Weed and Seed. So now they moved in new niggas, 
to tell you something that were informants. You know what I'm saying? So, hold on. So, they just started the whole infiltration thing. That's just came in just with the... With them. Everything. With the US uh, organization, Dr. Just, Karanga. Yeah, that, but that, this is what... Go ahead. Let me show you the interject right yeah. quick. But this is where we're going to end this myth. I'll tell you, we're coming with facts. Most people say it's a spinoff and that the Crips were infiltrated by them. But they didn't even know about us in 71. We were dormant. Yeah. So, people would infer... That the Black Panthers, the police came, they didn't, we were juveniles. While they were passing out lunches, we taking everything we can get. So imagine that, that's why you have to separate this. They were pro-black, am I correct? Mm-hmm. We anti-black. So imagine when we go to jail and they fighting civil rights and we coming in there with a blue rag talking about we killing blacks. You know what they said? Tuck it. Can you reiterate, you just said something that was deep. You it's said def- that you were anti-black. We didn't, we, we were anti-anybody because anybody could get it, right. but we're going to address something where when they talk about black-on-black crime, if we're the closest, you only kill. They got every race has tried to kill me and this man because of the color of skin, including you. Yeah. But we only kill ourselves because of the areas that are near to us at the closest. But let me interject this also. So we need to... Once- once it's, it wasn't that we start being anti-black. Not them. Because that's why. No, 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 no. I'm talking about we were, even, even with we Chris. We didn't care who it was. Even even with Chris. Because the West Side. The, yeah, the, the balloon that. murder. Everybody got it. The balloon yeah. murder came from a stomp and from a fight. They didn't shoot them. You didn't know say it came from fighting. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes when it came from fighting, that's when the now when the when the, when the trigger thing started, what white America did is start glorifying it. And when they start glorifying and putting it on me, it's easier for me to kill you than go kill somebody in Hollywood. Right. You dig what I'm saying? That's so exactly now, what so the same Facts. thing happened when it started. You look in the 90s and the 2000s, they start glorifying carjacking. Bingo. And every got high-speed chase. But before it was on the news, you never heard about it. No. Right. But everybody wanted that 15 minutes of fame. So gang members, we started the same shit. Well, okay. Well, shit. If I kill somebody, I'm gonna be on Eyewitness News and throwing up my set. Exactly. <laughs> you understand me? That's Operation that Weed and Seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? So it's not that you hate me. When white America teach you to hate me, when you knew better, you do better. I mean, because mm-hmm. that shit happens today. I mean, you see the media glorify some shit like yeah. So we. This is what we do as credible messengers. Do we blame the white people? I don't even look at them. They're not. Yeah, we got them. I mean, I I got to blame them. them. No, I I keep it right here where we the closest to me. I'm worried about whoever got a backpack on them and wearing a hoodie over their goddamn head at 110 degrees on a goddamn summer day to make that go away. You out your rabbit? I'm gonna watch that nigga because I shouldn't have to be able to where I got to be worried about sitting next to my brother. But right now you can't do that, especially with a mask. Every nigga don't want to bought something off that stimulus check. Yeah. But they don't want to got a car with Carmax on it, a goddamn pistol in the glove compartment, and some new tennis on the feet. So they got it going on. Get your money. Let me say this. You was just asking. You was just asking James about should we hold white people accountable? Should we hold white America? Now, if me and you grew up. And I fed you Skippy dog food until okay. you was 21 years old and told you it was steak. <laughs> and then you go to a restaurant and buy a steak. Shouldn't you hold me accountable for not for feeding you dog food for 20 years? Right. So sh- I can't be responsible for something I don't know. But see, if, 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 listening to y'all, 
It's like we created a system within ourselves to to program. We program in ourselves. Okay, we programmed ourselves to to be efficient, to be that dude, to be that neighborhood. Because when the hood started, when the Bloods and the and the Crips was doing it, everybody had to shine. Every side had to shine. But it wasn't no. It wasn't no. Nobody ever talked about what they did. No, oh, even, no. What I'm saying. Well, everybody knew about. No, what but it was wasn't no everybody. You got to remember, it only was about 35 West Side. We didn't have nobody. That's when a lie. Started, no, not in 1971. It ain't when you got it. But, but still, you got to look at this. I don't care how you shine if you're not economically empowered. Right. When I ain't got no money right. and I'm hustling and I got to steal, it's easy for me to break in your house, but I never went to Beverly Hills. Why should I steal an old TV when I can go in Sears and get a new one? Right. And ain't nobody told me that. Let me you feel what I'm saying? right here so we'll get it right to where people think one over talking to the other. This to the audience, not to them, because they're not even tripping. What happens is this. You're hearing something from somebody that's saying something at 18, where it registered to him, mm-hmm. we're only 14 and 13. Right. We can't process that. So right. when I'm telling you what the experience and the error was, mm-hmm. we wasn't thinking about none of that. Right. So when I say that, it's not a conflict, because a lot of times people say what one say is not right or, oh, that's not. No, it makes perfect sense when you really look at the other side. Mm-hmm. So if he's speaking from an 18, he's an adult. Right. I'm only 13 coming as an right. adolescent. Mentality with, is different. So they call that the age of what? Innocence. Innocence. Yep. So exactly. we don't see nothing where we look from bad to evil. We're only 13. So when he's saying in his perspective, that is correct. But the gangs in L.A. on the west side, mm-hmm. nobody I ever heard said nothing about nothing about no civil rights. We were being able to do what we want, but we was robbing ice cream trucks or armored trucks at 14 with freedom and impunity to do what y'all talk about. The police get away with. We had an era from 71 to 75 that no matter what we do, we only could get sentenced to 18 and be kept till you was 21 as a juvenile. And do you think think that uh, that mentality made the youth, you know, more hyper or yeah, more they didn't give a fuck at that time because there knew was, it was nothing to home. trip on. You know what? What you gonna worry about when whatever? No, go ahead. I'm just... No, and what I'm trying, and then because of the area, do you think that the lawmakers and and whatever did they figure that because it was the West Side or way they knew this the is areas. how they figured out they covered and made it for the nation. Okay, but it started in L.A. to where they knew Compton, Watts. East side, west side. That means you go down, don't forget you didn't have all these freeways. That 110 divided everything. Am I correct? Right. It leads you all the way. See, what you're talking about, for us, when I went to prison, all my homies was in prison. Right. So I I didn't miss nothing in Compton. When he he went to prison, when when they got to Y and shit, it was 100,000 Crips. Exactly. And them that wasn't Crips wanted to be Crips. You dig what I'm saying? So we didn't miss nothing. I remember I, I grew up like Ozzie and Harriet. I had been in my own household. My father was in the Navy. Right. My mother was a college graduate. I was just a bad nigga. You understand right. me? So I used to go to juvenile hall and I wonder, man, why y'all always, I'm always there, but why y'all there? 
Some dudes told me out the projects, man, this is the only place I'd have ever been where I had my own bed. My, my brother and sister pee in the bed, and it's one room, and my mama's a wine on, my daddy's in jail. So their sanctuary was juvenile hall. You dig what I'm saying? Being in juvenile hall was better than being in the projects. And that's a shame. Can I go back to something? I want to go back to Cointel Pro. What impact on that? I know, but for the audience, what impact did that have on the community? Cointel Pro on, on the, uh, what happened on the community, it was a disenfranchisement of neighborhood beliefs. Mm-hmm. So what they did, they did what right now people talk about the breakfast, breakfast program, they put it into the schools, right. but nobody identifies that the Black Panthers started that. Free breakfast. Yeah, free breakfast right. program. So Cointel Pro with Angela Davis and Jane Fonda single-handedly tore up the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because under the popular beliefs of Angela Davis, who was never a Black Panther, she was in the Communist Party. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she didn't even have the concept for what the Black Panthers did. You feel? Mm-hmm. So they used Cointel Probe to break this off and bring. So by 1970, they went from black power to it's your thing, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So we left unity in the community to having money. 1976, the bicentennial year, everybody was having Cadillacs and money, and everybody was had the black power struggle economically. Mm-hmm. By 1980, they had stripped Compton of all economics. And we became crackheads. And let me ask you this. Um, you talk about 1980. What year did crack first enter the community? Ni- 1978. Like, free basin. They were free basin, mm-hmm. ether because at that time, my buddy name was Michael Jordan, original Van Ass boy. He married a woman, uh, had a girlfriend that was Tootie Reese, uh, daughter, Rhonda Reese. Hi, Rhonda. Rest in peace, Tootie. But these are the status of Mickey Barnes, because at that time the keys was, what, 55 a key? 55. And also, let's remember this, and this will go to show you how they make laws once blacks start having money. When they made PCP, wasn't nothing wrong with it until it started affecting the whites. Now we're going to go to the cocaine and what happened with that. Before 77, that means 75, 76, you had what they call the disco era. Right. Wasn't it fashionable to snort? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. you know, snorting back then. We was fashionable before. with something. It was, yeah. it, was, it was the rich man's house. So it wasn't yes. no law. Exactly. They didn't have no man. asset okay. for it. Okay. No, you didn't even go to jail. It was fashionable. You had Studio 21, Disco, and they made all those movies where they snorted cocaine as a recreational drug, and Bill Cosby should be out because that's what it was all about. And now they come 20, 30 years later, free. Bill Crosby while he at it. He don't do a black man like that. We got our own law for him. Geronimo, and also while we talking about it, and uh, what's my brother in uh, Chicago, Jeff Fort, Larry Hoover, they don't need to be locked up like an animal when their voices can be heard right. to help some of these pockets of poverty or rat-infested communities that Obama say eloquently and Trump say right off the sleeve, but they're still talking about Compton, Watt, all across black inner cities that are being fleeced by America but winning off the blood of our backs and our families. So let's get back to the attack. And we need to start here uh, where we need to start organizing. And I want to say you really need to appreciate this brother, this brother, that cameraman, 
that girl sitting, and to your audience, I'm proud to be here where I made it here. And we glad to have you because this. And is this is all it's about. This is where you need to really come, and it ain't about no uh, politics. We trying to give back and help these oh, youth. It's about education, because listening is learning, and history is knowledge. And you see, when Marvin talk, I come to attention. I'm listening to my elder. And we get back to where we use the internet and other things when all I hear is the drum beat of Africa when the olders tell the story. And then that's why I listen. I don't distract. I listen. And then I learn. And then I figured out everybody think we arguing, but really he's 18. We, our mindset, we're not even processing. We hadn't had sex with our socks off yet. <laughs> Shit. Hmm? To be talking about being yeah. a black panther. You're never, you're never too old I, to learn. To, to learn. Exactly. I mean, especially me. I'm just sitting here in awe because of what I'm hearing about, you know, the foundation of how, you know, the situations got started with, with us as gang banging and I came later on, you know, I was born in seventy one. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't start getting into gang banging until like the mid late eighties and shit like that. So right. I can understand that that situation right there, but just to educate a lot of dudes because it is tremendous to see what has happened it over is. over the course of, of 50, 60, 50 you know, years to be at that then with Marvin in their era. You'll get it from the businessman, the perspective of jail, the criminal justice system, the street. And, it's called evolution. And for me to be from Compton, to hear that you know that it was all about, you know, just the, the situations of everybody didn't beef and everybody was doing their own thing and it took a situation that went sour and they everybody started forming their own gangs or whatever and the mentality of what gang banging is today is far from what, you know, the, the, the situation of why brothers started gang banging in the first place. Like, it was like you said, it was... We was just robbing and and, and being juvenile in Lakers and doing our things. Now it turned to dudes, you know, AKing people up and drive-bys and and just. You know. I mean, it, it, the life thing got so mixed up now that we don't even fight against Crips. Um, Crips don't fight against Pyrus. We killing each other. Right. We got the 500 block against the 2100 block. Exactly. You know, within for, your own, within your, when your own, own set. set. Little exactly. brother told me one time he said, he told, he told me like, uh, around uh, all red. Uh, exactly. a, a little homeboy told me one day, it's four <laughs> line or nothing. I say four line? It's not called four line, it's Pyro Street. 140 right. was never those hell of a guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no, more of it's four line. That is not, you can't get bigger than the P. You understand me? James, why you think why do you think sets started with, with fucking, like, sections? In the home well, let me say, let me say this. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, Go ahead. No, James going to say, I'm going to tell you, with Baba Louie, and Baba Louie is one of the eloquent ones because he, he really started the east side. Right. It, it, they had never seen pudding before in their life, and they thought Baba Louie was pudding. So when you start seeing sets where you, if, you're on, if you're on Elms or you're at Lucas, it was just identifying what, where you was at. We over in the mob. It wasn't a set. It's all pirate. It wasn't even. It, it was. It was. If you was in back in the days, Lucas Park was the headquarters. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you was in Ham Street, if you was Lime Hood or whoever. When I went to prison, I claimed Lucas Park. It's all Lucas. It was Lucas Park Paru. Period. That's all I no heard. So everything was based on Lucas Park. So 
when when one fight took you away from that. Limehood get into it with somebody from Lutus, we ain't fucking with them no more. The mob got into it with Lutus, we ain't fucking with them no more. So everybody started breaking off and the sections of their neighborhood when they start selling dope, that's when you claim in this piece of your territory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like with, with looters and, and, and the mob, if you cross Bradfield, now we got a difference. So, okay, y'all stay the fuck over there, we stay the fuck over here. Mm-hmm. But it never got to a point mm-hmm. where we had to kill each other because motherfuckers was meeting up and fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember China Dog used to have motherfuckers come up in the, in the headquarters, which if niggas from over there, they know what the headquarters was in the park up under the... the, the uh, what you call that thing up under there and motherfuckers was getting a fight on pour a little liquor and roll something up the gangster chronicles (coughs) we'll be right back Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, James, Steel, and eight. I need y'all to tell me what the word on the streets is. What the hell is going on? Shit. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus did right the park here, he right there. So he was always there when he was home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just it just got to a point where, you know, everybody just started claiming their own shit, which was cool. Yeah, well, let's talk but about now, this. Let me add a bit just for this, because that's Compton. Mm-hmm. Now, the West Side, it's a whole different story on how this set starts. So once again, this way you don't get it unfiltered and think that's how it went for everybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. On the west side, I'm gonna tell you how we started. Mm-hmm. When Tookie left, everybody would assume when that murder happened, Tookie was in Compton from 72 on. 
He was running Bob Simmons' boys' home. Had one on Ponderosa and Pine. Mm-hmm. Had another one called the Red House and putting them shot him over there. Mm-hmm. The other one I only know because they shot his car up and they had us, me, Rusty, and Cutes, go change the tire while he, he bought the shotgun, the same one that got him the death penalty. That's how he got it, and that's what that was down the line. But in our era, the West Side Crips started from 71, that's Bob and all them. That's when they ran into Raymond M. at the Boston Cross record hop up at Sportsman Park, which is Jesse Owens. The only two places Crips ever met in L.A. when it came to East Side and West Side, and now all we're talking about is the other side of the 110 freeway. Anything over there is East Side. There are no sets. Everything over here are West Side. Then you got Compton. So over here... Uh, took was in Compton. He was irrelevant here because he's in Compton dealing with them. Lil James Compton, uh, 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 the boot hill was open, the Grandies, one light in, one light out. Uh, I can tell you a story about Bodacious. I can tell you a story about Bodacious and Little Vic, who I didn't know his name, of Vincent. And he had clarified the story where we was at the, uh, 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 that's when we used to all go to the Wasp Festival right before they shut down everything. But back to that, once the West Side Crips had stopped, which was really, on our side of town, they only had cliques, not gangs, as opposed to, because don't forget, we're integrating into where they have homes and white folks still. We got a miniature golf. Right. We got a giant slide. Okay. We have a a go-kart. You got skating rings. None of that was available, or if it was, it was being... Uh, gentrification. See how they go? Right. Now that I process it and can remember, now I know what to say. And I didn't realize it. So a lot of things that we have going on, don't take somebody as uh, they should have known. No. As you get older, that's the number one deterrent to crime. You start the game slow down and you start seeing, I had to be a zip damn fool to go and do this goddamn right. shit. So now, the first set on the west side was started by Monk, United Underground. Not Underground, United. Next, Melvin Hardy started Block. O'Neill Brown, O'Neal Brown started 111. Terry Block started Watergate. Barefoot mm-hmm. Pookie started Payback. No, Godfathers. Because mm-hmm. they ended up signing up when we were at Dorsey where they were Harlem Godfathers. Mm-hmm. And that's what was going on over there. So now, Hoover comes out. And they're mostly from uh, 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 Fremont, Bread Hart, and Bethune, where you got a meeting of junior highs. Now they're all at the school. And now it's getting personal because some area has to be king of that school. Right. So when we went to Washington from out the 80s, Soul Train was coming out. In our era, three things was happening. Soul Train, gang banging, and pop locking. They all still talked about today. So we didn't set trip. We setting trends here tonight. So then when they start, I get caught with a gun, and no more than by the time I come back, it looks like they have a structure to where they got guys telling them what to do. Don't forget, we only 14, 15 so we got my crew where we just as active as anybody because you can always hurt a stranger. So we coming from the 80s and the 60s was coming. Uh, Odie Shaw, uh, uh, Raymond Potts, uh, 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 Newhouse, 
uh, Herman Moncrief, uh, 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 Mark Bolden, uh, 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 just a gang of them. We can go back over them later. But the point was, we were unified, but when the Hoovers came out, that's when the problem happened. Because the hundreds, now they're getting kicked out. And I tell you, one of my friends, y'all know who Elvis is? If you don't know, that's who started the Swans. I think his last name, Wilson? Elvis Wilson. Am I correct, my dear Watson? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. okay. Let's Sherlock. get it popping. <laughs> Sherlock, we're going to make it happen tonight. We're going to have some fun. Because tonight we're not playing. So now, Elvis got killed at Manchester Park, where really what had happened because the boy was in YA, I tell y'all, my friends got murder conviction, and the man that was accused of that was in YA with me, Peabody, you, Barry, Marcus, uh, uh, Nunn, which is a uh, 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 China doll, Cynthia Nunn. I've been knowing their family since they were had the house since 13. So when we had to start, when we, we, and, we and let me tell you, any blood that was in their era on down till about, if we start breaking up in 75 and going to jail, you got to get him that salute because it would be about 50 of us to one. But we never abused the privilege. And Marcus Nunn, I tell you, when Peabody caught his second murder, his little brother came with him. And they put him in the crypt module. And he only was 18. And he told me, Peabody, my brother, I ain't never been in jail. He went to jail with him, Coop. didn't he? Am I lying? Yeah. Coop. Yeah. And I say, hold up, y'all. This is Peabody, brother. And I say, don't worry about nothing. True story. A lot of times. We, we didn't go because it's only business on the street. But it's no way in our era we're going to be honorable where we're going to try to rat pack somebody or nothing. Mm-hmm. Then a uh, 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 Salty got killed. Mm-hmm. Ricky Silas. Chocolate. A lot of bodies start falling in the early years where I can name it all day long behind what we're going through now. So what happened on the west side started internally. When the Hoovers came out, the hundreds, because they're coming to Washington, not only did they not like the Hoovers, Mm -hmm. they didn't like the boys that could have went to Crenshaw, which was the the, the hip-hop school. You had Soul Train dancers, but you also, that was the money, Ladera Heights. And plus, it wasn't active. Mm. See, in 69, Crenshaw wasn't active. When you go to Washington, it's activity. Right. Yeah, that's when you got Underground, Block, 111, uh, uh, Payback, Watergate, Raymond. All them are right there, and they all come from Henry Clay. Mm. So that means they got a form system if you would treat it like a team to where they don't went from elementary fucking up to junior high fucking up. Now they in high school, and we coming in. We got the sour to make them respect us. We not from over there. We coming from a horse man. Mm. So when that happened, the Hoovers, the, which ended up being the 60s, because they started to start the East Side Bishops, which were West Side. When I moved off 83rd, I went on 63rd and 10th Avenue, and I knew about Space Ghosts and them all over there on the East Side Bishops, but I never heard of a West Side Bishop. So me, Barefoot, Pookie, Michael Conception, uh, we sit up and I pull up, and I see a group of men, and this is how you get where you're from, sort of. I see a group of dudes coming from Dorsey. Hey, poop. Who is them over there? Oh, man. See you tomorrow. So I walk over there. 
I said, where y'all from? They say uh, West Side. I mean, they, they say uh, Bishop. They didn't even have no West Side. They say Bishops. So I say, like Bishops with Space Coast and them on the East Side? He said, yeah. I say, y'all ain't got Crip on that? I say, don't be here tomorrow. Mm. And the next day, I can say his name. They know it. The next day, they were there, and we had a problem. And what I tell you about problems. Okay. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't have to say it to right. you. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And then the 60s started, but it was a problem. You already had in hood from 111. Right. Baby Face, the Manuel family, uh, uh, the Overhills. Uh, uh, those were the ones, and Babyface in particular, and Fred Hill, because I was with them, because I told you we was robbing ice cream trucks or armor trucks at 14, so we was having money also. So they said, well, they won 11, we 6-0. See how they go? Makes okay. sense? Yeah. Because you already had won 11. But they were in hood, so how you going to have a in hood up there? And they end up up here, and we with Hoovers, and they fighting Hoovers, because that's when it started. So the Hoovers, and that's why you hear moving and grooving. We never turned our backs on them. We didn't understand why if they Crips, that y'all getting at them like that. See, so internal fighting already had started. So that's the longest war when it comes to Crip history, not the 60s and the 80s. It's the Hoovers and the hundreds. They never shook hands to this mm-hmm. day. So we didn't understand it, so we joined up with them, and then we end up, and I say, we're going to start the Gangster Crips, because I'm the founder, co-founder. So when I see them doing, not this before that, when I, let's get back to when I come out, and now they don't start at the sets, but when I went in, it wasn't but one. And I see the get down, and I pull up my crew, we leave, we stay on 83rd, and I say, we're going to be gangster crips. So I wrote on the wall, Melvin Farmer, gangster crip. And then that's when we united with the Hoovers, and we had 748-Trade-9-Deuce-107. We locked down that corridor down 83rd from that freeway down to where when you come to Van Ayers, that side is Crips. Mm-hmm. Now you got Jan Brewer, which later would be the Inglewood families. At this time, they were a chain gang. Wesley Logan, uh, Lil Caesar. So that was the makeup on the west side. We didn't have gangs. They had cliques. And they started from the junior highs mixing. Because remember, when that murder happened, they cleaned out the west side. That was, it wasn't a lot of people that were actually getting involved. It wasn't a lot of them like if you would think it was, oh, it's 10, 20, 30, 40 tookies now. No, they crowd would be, shit, maybe four or five of them. Mm-hmm. It would never be done. They hadn't expanded. But when we joined in, and like you say, the older ones say, we arrived to beef. We juvenile. They didn't have to tell us. Tookie right. them or none of them ever went to jail after we got in the game. They right. didn't have to do nothing. Have fun. We got this. Right. And our records would show that we what we did. Mm. So we don't have to talk. I, I don't. We don't glorify. We just here to give a testimony as witnesses exactly. and through God that we hear. We're not here to brag, and we want to and we want to give condolences to every mother, father, sister, and brother in America. 
that has lost somebody that's senseless gun violence because we cover it all, whether it's friends, family, folk, or even those that are here to serve to protect you. We want to be where we'll be able to be and talk to all community influencers. So now today, what is your change? Oh, I don't want for a circle where I don't want from a tax burden to a taxpayer. While everybody talking about retirement and getting home, I'm bragging about my little job at Trader Joe's. That's and right. I'm getting $300 and I keep every penny up. I ain't, I ain't been broke since. I ain't been broke to talk about breaking the law off of $300. And I don't have millions, but I earned this. That's right. And I got a sense of pride to where if I fucked this off, I could have gave that to my daughter in college. Yes, I ain't fucking it off. That's right. And don't y'all do it and fuck off this opportunity. I call it practicing poor. Passing over opportunities repeatedly. Okay. We've been doing it too long. For too damn Y'all long. guys giving us an opportunity. The Let's crisis. share and care and we'll be all right. Yeah, let me ask you a question because you go back to guns. Um, and listening to you guys' story, I think this is the quietest I've ever been doing an interview because I'm just listening. Everything you talk about almost sounds like it was planned and orchestrated like it was somebody puppet mastering something because, that you know, most definitely. Because if you go back to the cocaine and start off with some ball and stuff, I agree sexy. with that. Then it turns to crack and tears the community up. Right. Then you said everything used to be from the shoulders like this. Then the shoppers come. When did the guns, when and how did the guns come in? Because that's what I th- thought about sometimes. All you got to do is get Freeway Rick up here. Don't forget, he was messing with the continosis. Con- 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 so mm-hmm. when the drugs came, let me tell you what we thought. That's when the weaponry trained. Mm-hmm. They were sending also weapons of war over here right. that were for military purposes. So with, that's when the automatics come with, over here also the, in our the, era. With the drug trade and the continosis there uh, in El Salvador, Mm-hmm. And they they found that the money trail could be easily attracted from the ghetto, and that's when they start. Um, what's his name? Um, the general Noriega. No, no, no. The, no. Which one? The, uh, the one that took the beat for America, uh, John. I know. I can't. Uh, so he 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 took the beat for getting the money and bringing mm-hmm. the AKs to uh, the United States and. Push, pushing them into the ghetto. So it's always been orchestrated. Mm-hmm. We haven't, from the Emancipation Proclamation, we have never been our own individual self. When we talk about the Emancipation Proclamation in 1865, mm-hmm. blacks were freed and done, freed up. We never mm-hmm. had an economical situation. In 1865, blacks were 1% of the economical situation of America. In 2020, we're still 1%. So we haven't made any progress in 156 years. How did that be? Okay, so answer this question, too. You coming from, you know, the era, what do you feel or what do you see? Like everybody screaming this vote, vote this shit, vote that, vote that, do this. You, what do you see as the system change? What have you seen change as far as the time that you have seen since you from- the, the only way we like uh, me and Melvin involved with Credible Messengers. Right. Credible Messengers is a nationwide community of ex-convicts, mm-hmm. and we go out to make change in children's lives, in people's life. I, I don't tell you what I did to glorify. Mm-hmm. I tell you what I did that it was just like me being in the third grade, from the sixth grade. I done dumb stuff, and I had to repeat the school year. You dig what I'm saying? Right. So you ain't got to repeat it. So 
Now, today, what we're doing and what we, what we do, as blacks in a whole, whoever is the president, it's not going to change you. We ain't got a dog in the fight. If Mickey Mouse was the president, it wouldn't change our lives. So why are but, people screaming all this? Okay, that's they, because that's they're being blacks. misled by those. Let me show you how it's a conflict of interest, and we'll get right down to the point, not to cut you off, but just going to make it real simple for y'all. Let's look at it. We'll just say organizations, and I have no problems with any organization that can do something to bring and save a person's life. But I just attack things differently, and that's by law. Now, when it comes to law, why is it when we're talking about voting, why would the vote matter when the same people are still doing the same things where we went from water hoses to chokeholds, whether it's Democrat or Republican. What's more important is we can make decisions, and when we talk about changes, voting, when they talk, they're talking on a federal level. But when it comes to change in a community, you start at the local, state, and elected officials exactly. that that's are getting the funding where it's not coming to the community. So that's where we concentrate our area on. Our vote ain't going to matter if... Why they bitching so much then about because the Because they get shit. money. They yeah. look, they get money. Black Lives Matter get all the money. So why would they want to make a law, a, child, a law change? When you see civil rights attorneys that are got it locked in to where they're getting $14 million just for a child getting killed by police, it's much simpler. Why would you want to change the law when you're getting all the money? So when they're out there as a, a spokesperson, there's a conflict of interest. How are you going to try to stop something that will stop your income? But now, this is a thing twice. We have to make it to where somebody, where when you talk about police brutality, it starts with qualified immunity. That is what gives them the opportunity to kill our kids with impunity. Now we're going to get to the civil rights that I do for 23 years, and I think I'm arguably the most best in the nation because I've been doing it and been awarded numerous, but nobody really hear about it. See, I got we have plans, not promises. So when it comes to uh, uh, police brutality, when it comes to excessive force, it go back to voting and, and, and walking till your feet bleed. Right. Those are opinions. Okay. But the problem stems from uh, the, pop, the, the uh, uh, preponderance of evidence when it comes to standard of proof to get a police in court, let alone for a conviction, as opposed to the standard of proof when we do the same act. We got that so far? Right. We commit murder. The evidence means beyond a, a, re, a reasonable, reasonable doubt, doubt or beyond a preponderance of evidence. That's what we get life for. When an officer killed because of qualified immunity, and that's why you hear him say, I thought it seemed, it looked, it appeared, I feared, because in the court of law that means you have to prove when anybody been to the feds that a conspiracy existed and intent. Or you won't have a federal case, you'll have a state case. So the burden of proof is different when it comes to the police. You have to prove intent. You never can prove intent to a police when they wake up in the morning not knowing what their job entails. And they're trained well enough to know all they got to do is say, I thought it seemed, it looked, it appeared, I feared. Because in the court of law, those words mean something. I had two life sentences where... 
Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Two words would say it at the end of the question, no, and each time I got a reversal. One point can change the whole outcome. And that's the word intent. When you look up the uh, color of authority that they work up under, you cannot prove, unless you prove intent, you never can indict the police, but they'll be held accountable Mm. for uh, personal uh, uh, liability. And that's where we have a five-step plan, and that's when we talk about uh, uh, police oversight. We have a plan for that, but you see, I had a knowledge to address that on another issue wow. where we just make it. Let, let me, but let me, see inter- what I'm saying, man? Let me interject on that, that on your plan. When you talk about a plan, you ask, "What were we doing about the vote?" And people crying about the vote, right? And I told you, we don't have a dog in the race. Every politician, other than us. They have accountability to their people. Exactly. Whatever they say, whatever they say, they're held accountable for it. If a Mexican say something on the constituent, one of his kids get hung or his relatives get hung in Mexico. We have leaders that we have no accountability. They can talk for Compton and never been in Compton. No, they can do this thing, so it's no accountability. Well, we to get them so the we've way. never had, That's we've never, we've is. never had we a party of leaders way. to ask America for anything. <laughs> we we've never asked for anything, so you can't get anything. A lot of people don't know. President Obama in eight, uh, 19, I mean 2012, came up with a law called the Jobs Act, and he says, "I'm going to break the wealth gap." so minorities can get the same money as the upper class, right? Right. In chapter seven of the Jobs Act, and he said in 2012, go tell the blacks, right? So now, when they made the law in 2015 and made the Jobs Act law, economical wealth, they said go tell minorities. That don't make you a nigga, huh? 
So now the Iranians, the Mexicans, the Japs been dealing with the job acts. Today is the first time y'all ever heard of it, huh? Yeah, me, me, me too. I never worked. So, I'm, I'm no, I, uh, so yeah. the jobs act, let me tell you the jobs, it's a closer to wealth gap. They have something, have you ever heard of unicorn stock? Okay. I know about you. Unicorn yeah, stock yeah. is a private <laughs> stock that goes into, when it goes to Wall Street, it becomes a billion dollar stock. It's the only thing that you can get a thousand percent of your interest. If you give a hundred dollars, you get a hundred thousand. You hear what I'm saying? Okay. That's unicorn stock. It automatically goes. They say they find 400 unicorns a year in the world. They don't have but three in America. That dude, Robert Aaron from Shark Tank, he left Shark Tank. He has a, a special that comes on YouTube called Angels and Entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And he charges from $500 to $5,000 to find a unicorn. They say in his first hour, he had 70,000 people that came in on him. So he's getting paid every month just to find a unicorn, right? And in all of this, you won't have one black unicorn. There's never been a black unicorn, but today it is. Me and my partners, we, if you look at the black unicorn factory, my partner's uh, Johnny Stewart, just, uh, he just got out of the feds in April. Last month, he just acquired $225 million for unicorn stock. By March, he'll be a unicorn and we'll be the first black billionaire company. You dig what I'm saying? So not knowing, not knowing economical value of what we're doing. People talk for us and talk about us, but even after the 1992 riots, everybody profited but blacks. The they Koreans new, got new money, mm -hmm. everybody got new shit, but we still got uh, burn up places on, on Vermont and, and, and Manchester. People's lot, that ain't nothing but a lot. Our, they ain't, re, they ain't re, came back and built nothing. Nothing right, in the black community because we nothing. asked for nothing. We ain't got nothing. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> so when it all comes down and you hear every politician when they speak and they say, oh, we're going to do this for minorities and we're going to do, they never mention black people in America. <laughs> Can I so, ask you guys, not to cut you off, I want to ask a question that may be kind of rhetorical, it may not be an answer. What do we do now? Because it seems like um, our community is another chaos. Our kids are losing their minds. You got kids running around wearing dresses, boys wearing dresses. Mm. Um, and it's almost like, you know, sometimes if you look at it, it almost seems like, man, is the world about to end? Yeah. You know, you got the rumors of war, you got the pandemics running around, you got people, you know, if you're walking down the street, man, um, you know, you pass a brother, usually you acknowledge another brother, say, how you doing, whatever. Today you look like yeah, it look like they you know you kind of well, let me, expand themselves. Like, 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 what's the solution, man? I, I try to make it a point to when I see another brother to always say hey, what's up, or try to give a that that ease instead of saying uh, where you uh, from. Giving a motherfucker Usually. that that you know you can pull up on a motherfucker and give him that look. And, and yeah. it would be a wrong and thing. So you try to do that nowadays mm -hmm. to try to break the ice in certain situations right. because I think you're gonna always run into that. And it's another thing too. What happened to? How you doing, sir? Nice man. Where, where did OG come from? Like, 
And I don't mind that, but it, to me, it's disrespectful. You see, oh, oh what's happening, OG? Right. What's happening? Yeah. How you doing, sir? Know. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. Our OG right now mean opportunity together. We need to change that dialogue to where you think to be OG, you got to be hardcore. See, sometimes we have to change the dialogue. Right. Or else we ain't going to never change your thing. So we need to make it where OG just stand for opportunity giver. Then anybody age, because what they do is try to make it look like they was here, there in the beginning. But then when we do that, like his grandson, they don't want to listen to they us. They don't have to. That that's because you ain't giving them no... They don't get the resources, and that's come back to where the resources not coming because what happened is you have to, to get economical development in a community. Let me tell you, in 2015, they had the 100 days, 100 nights. We're going to get to the point. When the 100 days, 100 nights started, that's when L.A. and uh, every gang in L.A. was after the Hoovers and the A-Trays, and that was when they said they was going to kill somebody. Crime and murder was at an all-time low, and you probably heard of the community I'm from, FL. So from 2015 to this day, you'll hear all the politicians and Karen Bass and everybody that's against public safety, or Mike Gibson, and they'll be bragging about crime is down. But it's also through their efforts, but a lot of times people that are closest and have their boots to the ground, they do the work when the camera's not around. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones that I work with. I can say just overall crime from the highest and where they was, when the street light come on mm -hmm. to where we at now, it's a tremendous, uh, uh, like when Nipsey Hussle murder happened in United Gangs. If you think Nipsey Hussle murder made it to where the A-Trade gangsters overnight happened. I just put a picture up with Big U, Tony Stacy, mm -hmm. where in 2016, Melvin already had a vision. Because I'm in a church where everybody in there is Big U family and all 60s, and they were still worn. I've been discussed that. And that's when the murders went down where we kept it secret. So when we hear the other stories, they had bros in it, but Melvin had his hands in it where... I do deals to where I bring in opposing sets to where they create dialogue. That's what I do. I'm a community organizer, and I basically have where we should have diplomatic, and I do on my side of town and anywhere else, because I never crossed the line when the Crips went into Crip on Crip. In 80, I retired because I knew everybody from 71 that made it what it is at that time, and I couldn't go back. So, and at the end of the day, we have an organization where we have on our own, where we can do it on our own, to where we write, like I say, we cover police brutality, police oversight, community concern, and community and citizens' complaint. Not only do we talk about gangs, because I'm telling you I'm coming to run for a district, I talk about homelessness, I'm going to introduce a new bill called ISIS, which is inner city stress syndrome, to where, like they say, they got PSD or STD or whenever they go to war, these kids been born in the war. <laughs> and who talks for them? when these youths are being violated and they're not getting a chance. So we're not just talking about it. I feel that should be to where these kids... You gotta partake in it. We have to partake in it. Just because the elephant has the biggest head doesn't mean he got all the sense. So in other words, I want to get in where we all have a voice where your generation, that way you hear their thoughts, and then we react off their thoughts and go into action. 
If they say this what bothering them, I ain't going to argue them. If that's what bothering you, I'm going to see what I can do to help take that ailment away. And that's how you preach and teach. We have to set an example from him where he taught me. Because you know, I tell you, I don't want to hear that. We argued before. We argued back. Hey, we argued all day and then I still what we do. Cut showtime. And we let it go and look how the show came out. Nobody hesitated. All of us speaking no, from the heart. Grown men can talk to each other, especially when you've been through the same, you know, trials and tribulations. Our language you is the same. You kind of understand each other. I just want to ask one more question. Um, I like the, I want to give people, because, you know, I when I do songs or when I write, you know, I put out music, I always try to give people the, the sense of it's never to glorify where I was from or the situations. Compton, you know, I grew up, whatever. It was always a product of my environment. Now you say your grandson is uh, the, the, the the young. Uh, he's how old? Twenty. Twenty. Well, my grandson's twenty. My son's twenty-one. Okay. I got a son, sixteen. Right. It's the product of your environment. Do you feel that? Yeah. Do you feel, feel that? that I feel that one hundred percent. Adapts to the product of their environment because I lived in Spooktown. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt. I automatically, by the time it was Where you known, gonna know? You have to go to I that. Was, it, was, it was natural to gain right, back, right. to join the set, right. so to speak. Okay. I started rapping, making music, whatever. I moved out to, you know, the suburbs, you know, Inland mm-hmm. Empire. Right. My son... Never seen gang banging, but from what he's heard from me and stories of the homies and watching Minister Society, me acting and whatever. He's never had that, you know. His life is growing up. He's a football star at, at his high school, and I put him in sports at three years old. So I gave him a different environment, so to speak. But if he grew up where I was banging, it's natural that nine times out of ten, he probably would be banging to Because he has to survive. A youth in the inner city where when you moved him out, he had total freedom to be himself. Like when you take a youth into a music thing where they got instruments, you might want him to play a horn, but he'll be banging the drums when that's what you should have got because his ears telling him that's what he liked. Right. But, so but when, me, let me, let me, let me intervene on that because sometimes... Just because you move a kid somewhere, right. don't change their lifestyle. Exactly. It's but in a, a this lot case, of, uh, did. Let's okay, see what wait, work. Wait a minute. Okay, let me, let, me just spend, let me just what some work. some work. Some that people and some people have moved out of Watts right. and moved to Rancho Cucamonga, and they got Rancho Cucamonga bloods because he wasn't doing nothing in the hood. And when he got out there, but oh, when I'm they from Cucamonga. You know, but when they first okay. ruled the Rancho Bruh. Cucamonga, it was exclusive. Over time, let's not hold on. Let's not make it where he's wrong, but I'm going to show you the cause and effects. Don't forget when they moved from Watts, that's the equivalent of Beverly goddamn Hills. And during time when gentrification come and force you there, then they set you there, and now they're sending that environment where it don't been placed here. See how that's gentrification? Because in the era when you say you move to Watts, don't, I'm not saying you don't. No, when they moved uh, from out there to Rancho, I guarantee you when they started, it was an exclusive area. So now 
when you say they went there and they were gangbanging, there was no gangbanging there until they relocated. That's common. You can research it. So I can visualize that area where you're right, but later on, but, they but, moved but, but, but what he's asking, exactly. what he asked is about the, the environment of children and how his child, where he grew up at. Now, undercover, his kid may be a great kid. But he still got the image of his gangster father, MCA. Right. He still got the grounds of Compton. Right. You dig what I'm saying? He right. may be where he at, but every now and then, he going to buff it to his peers right. because this is what it's, it's, it's about. Now, doing the struggle, my kids grew up in Compton. Right. Most, I got some that didn't grew up in Pasadena. My son, the one that just told me that... Uh, couldn't nobody tell me nothing. This boy went to private school. He went to Sarah High School, went to college, came back out, and still became a fruit time viral. You dig what I'm saying? So the environment sometimes perceives it's not what I did for him, but what somebody else told him I was. Like I told him, I just met you. How you know what I did when I was a kid? You dig what I'm saying? So environment, a lot of times, just because... So is he basing his reputation or being from Fruit Town... Because, because of what he, he heard, heard about OG, yo, your dad was doing this. And you got, like I'm telling you, you got a 40, 50-year-old dude still in the park. He's only in the park because he lost his mama's house. He's riding the bicycle, not because he exercised, because he don't have a driver's license. And he's telling a 15 or 16-year-old about being OGs, and he really never met James. Right. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't cool at the time James was cool. Exactly. But now he oh, yeah, man, I was with MCA, and I did this. But who was the one to balance and say, you lying? So that's why I can, when we talk about how we control, I keep it relevant in the hood, like Brother was just saying. I have to have respect. Don't call me OG. I'm now Mr. Mr. Kinsey. I earn that respect. Right. Nigga, when... when we're not teammates. You dig what I'm saying? Do you feel... <clears throat> Wait a minute, let me, me say something. Okay. Do you feel offended when, when niggas come up to you or know of your history? Do you feel offended by them associating you with that stuff? No. I mean, I'm who I am because of what I did. I wouldn't change a thing in my life. Exactly. I grew up, like I said, I thought I was in the Beaver Cleaver. They told me Compton was a ghetto in 1970 in YTS. I didn't understand it. It's nothing I would have done. I would have changed my, some things that I, I ran my mother through. You dig what I'm saying? Right. But everything else, I did it for a purpose. I didn't go in, I didn't get into gangbanging for, uh, because somebody jumped me in. I seen right. the economical value, and I was, I, was, I was manufacturing PCP when I got out of prison. Right. And I put it down with my little homeboys so we could do things out of town. And everybody had Cadillacs, little fella. Baby Frog, all of them, uh, 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 Danny Pittman, all of them dudes came up under me. You dig what I'm saying? So it's certain things that I can't hide from, and I don't say I'm sorry for what I did. It was an education, but you don't have to go through the same struggle I did. Now, I want to answer that and ask me the same question, because that's from a perspective view, and that's from a political view where they preach that. Now we're going to talk about the Crips view, because I believe blue. Now ask me the same question, because he's on those are four years. Now ask me the same question is what you asked was. You asked was, do you think when I move my son right. to Rancho, did you think they make it because my son ain't been subjected to it or to whatever? Hood and now let me tell you when I see it what I see it. And it does make a difference. 
Sometimes you can be blinded by the light with the answers in the dark. All I know is whatever you did was successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would call protocol. Right. There's nothing else to explain because, as I said, his opinion is right. Definitely. And once again, I always go back to pro-black and anti-black. Those are two different ideologies. Mm-hmm. So you cannot press your ideology when what you're talking about is the kids that committed violence that create exactly what it's talking about. That era didn't commit and make the Bloods and the Crips. They were pro-blacks. Or else we wouldn't have had to fight them when we went there. Was that... that was, was so that, But what I'm saying is the question was... Did it change to where he had a chance to meet? When I look at it, all I see is a kid, because he didn't have to avoid gun violence, didn't have to worry about being pressured, could concentrate and focus on and have a chance to survive, it succeeded and he didn't get in trouble, where a lot of times we just born in the, in the community we're at to where we don't have no choice but to try to survive every day and get what we can, how we can, and it could be kind, any kind of way. So it go back to your economical and we need to start doing what you say as far as bringing the thing, but also practicing what you're telling us now to where I understand where I made my mistake. That was a hell of a question you did. Mm-hmm. And his solution, I learned something that, hey, that go back to listening and saying, all we need to do is throttle their protocol because they were pro. Mm. That means they never had no hard feelings toward me in your life. But you you you, you base it on different perspectives. Right. So it's, they all but right. it's the same thing. But right. then, but then, but see general. in the same but, in what you're talking about, what you're talking about, this is 2020 and we got the same plague. So these kids don't are not growing up having to really set tri- we're setting tripping off of each other now. So where do we get that dispensation? You dig know what I'm saying? Well, I can understand what you're saying about moving a child out in a safe space. But now, where's the safe space? None. With the media, with the thing, you got gangbangers in Mississippi, in the woods. Exactly. You dig what I'm saying? So what was, what's their difference? So with media changing, with this and that, it's not all the time you can save a kid. Well, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a lady tell me one time that she never knew. She sent her son out every day in a uniform. And he went to the bushes and put on some gang attire. And when people told her about it, she cussed him out until he got arrested for a murder. Ten years this boy was gangbanging. And his mom them never knew. Because now with the workforce, with the things that parents are doing, see, the, the system took children out of our control for 30 years. Right. You can't whoop them. You can't do nothing to them. So now children feel like got a right. I'll call 911 on you. Yeah. Have yeah. parents scared of their children. Exactly. Now America has abandoned black children. Now they tell you they, they closed down LP. Juvenile Hall only has... Hard crimes. Damn, I've been you, LP you did what I'm saying? They close LP down. I was just telling you about that. The, 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 the county system. Yeah, the, the county system has turned over everything to another form. Now your child has to go on replacement. If something happens, like I said before, I could put my kid, my mother them could put me in juvenile hall for incorrigible. That I they I wouldn't mind, and I had to go to juvenile hall. But today, if a child is incorrigible and you can't handle the child, you go to jail. 
Yeah, right. it's true. You know, yeah, it's true. Yeah, they can press charges. You know, yeah, in some states, your fucking kid missed school or did. They charge you. Pay for it. That's right. Yeah. So now they didn't turn the children loose on you. You ain't even dealt with this kid in 20 years. Right. Now they got to tell you, you got to deal with him. You, I don't even know him. Yeah. You know, this stuff, man, we can go on all night, man. man. We would have to have y'all come on again, man, because this has been an incredible episode, man. It's nothing but the truth coming out, man. Can't nobody debate nothing y'all saying because it's true. And, it's and me personally, it's not about Bloods and Crips. It's not about what side was the best and what side was this. Every prison I went to, we was outnumbered by Crips. You recognize the Bloods because they stood tall and fought nine against 240. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it didn't matter about the power. It didn't matter about who would, I mean, it didn't matter. None of that shit matters. Today, we're killing each other. Mm-hmm. You got more Crips killing Crips than Crips killing Bloods. What was our purpose? The purpose is gone now. This is what mattered. The purpose of being a gang member it, it's, it's no good. It's, we exhausted everything here. You know what I'm saying? After, I mean, if, if you're 30, if you're 28, and you out there banging like you don't know shit, you know what I'm saying? This is the experience right here. But people got to understand, man, it, it, it just don't matter. Look at the color of our skin. Let's pay attention to where we at. As we get older, we get smarter. That's when we grow up. That's when our mentality changed. Mm-hmm. And that's when we stop doing what we're doing. And that's why we at the table now. Mm-hmm. Because we want that change. Because we got grandkids. My grandson is going to be as solid as, as everything. Because I'm raising him. Hands on. Not get out there and go shoot. If, boy, if you, don't, if you get your ass whooped, I'm going to whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do that. I'm teaching him how to be a, 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 a little man. A young man and then an adult. I'm teaching him, and that's what all of us need to stand up and do: is teach our grandkids and our grand our our sons. And bam! But you don't know what you just said, James. Whether we was outnumbered or not in the penitentiary, we understood that we wasn't the enemy of each other. Right. We had white boys and Mexicans. Before I get mad at a crip, I had to take care of my other business. Right. You dig what I'm saying? I was in Tracy in 1984 with 960 crips on the line. You know, Booker T from Broadway. Yeah. And, and Swan, yeah, Big yeah, Swan came and told me, hey, Marty Swan, you, you, can't, uh, you can't stay here, man. This is Blue City. Like, shit, the same bus brought me, brought you. Exactly. You understand know me? Same thing in, so, in so Chino. So how, 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 how I'm going to roll up? I just did 22 months in the hole in San Quentin. You think I'm going to lock up? That's what it's, I said. This is not going down. So now the representatives from Compton, uh, 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 Santana Mike, Sherwood, Bam, they, I've been knowing these since kids, and they like, man, homie, if y'all got something against Marv, you got something. Sherwood right. came out one morning with a red sweatshirt on, a front hood crib. That's right. And that's historical because you could still wear colors in prison. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So so we we understand that it it was basic us. You dig what I'm saying? We we ain't said tripping and this and that. Like I'm saying, uh, 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 Malibu Mike from Hoover, Mm -hmm. all of these dudes that I've been going with. They're like, man. Even even, even, even that, being, growing up being a blood, you had to respect each other because wherever you went you was outnumbered. Yeah. You didn't have a choice. If I don't if we now we can go in this cell and fight, 
But after that's over, we're going to go to the child hall. We're going to do whatever. We can walk the yard and do whatever. But, I mean, all of that is like out the window. Out the window. Let's, exactly. let's say. Yeah, this could be, man. What can we do today? Like you said, I think, like you said, we, we've learned a little better that, you know, a lot of us who have grown up and matured have, uh, you know, learned uh, the ways of trying to educate at least in our section or right. the youth we know. We try to give knowledge too. So, like you said, we could talk for hours and hours yeah, about we, the same shit. Yeah, though, right? yeah we, go, we, we go shut it down now, man. Yeah. Cause I can keep, we can keep going to twelve o'clock in the exactly. morning. All this knowledge now, man. Uh, where can the people find out your information? At? Where can they go? Uh, Melvin Farmer, um, Credible Messenger. I'm on all uh, forms of uh, media outlets, social media. When it comes to audio, video, or print, I have a YouTube station, Hidden Corners. I'm an author where you can go to Amazon. I wrote a book uh, called The New Slaves to Ship Three Strikes You In because I'm the first three striker to get a life sentence and the first in the history to ever be uh, released on a reversal. I've also, uh, I do political action committee. You can uh, email me, uh, Melvin Farmer uh, 359 uh, at gmail.com or you can call Dr. Rosie Milligan Books and you guys that have ideas to where you want your books published, uh, we have a publishing company, Milligan Books. If you have loved ones in jail, you can come here. We can get them magazines where they have to uh, 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 give it merits to where it be consent to them. So a lot of information is here in books. So you aspiring authors, you're free to come. But there you can go and call us 323-750-3592. Uh, you can also get your health products. They do uh, uh, CAT scans. They give out insurance because a lot of these kids, and you all agree to this, one of our major problems is we don't have insurance. And these kids die the way you have to have car washes for their funerals. Right. Uh, we have another company that's one of the biggest growing in Inglewood that I work with as an ambassador uh, called PHP, People Helping People, run by Donald Quaynine. And so we've got a lot of information and things. We don't really have enough time. But I have a plan to where if we organize and uh, we can make something happen where we can make a change. But more importantly, I'm running for the 8th District. Uh, I think that's where change started. I'm not here to uh, uh, sit and talk about it. Like you said earlier, we have to go to local. It's not the fault of the elected officials when it comes to the federal level. To bring change, you have to go through the local and elected officials that are held responsible for uh, protecting our community and making sure that the community is uh, a representative and that they are doing due diligence. I don't believe that due diligence in my district, 8th District, is being served to where one side is getting electric trains and new malls and another side is getting busted, but only one street. So we're going to go and see what we can do to uh, bring economical empowerment uh, and redefine our community while also attacking the criminal justice system. Exactly, man. Uh, Elijah Tolomar from... National representative for the West Coast with uh, Melvin Farmer for Credible Messengers out of uh, Washington, D.C. with Clinton Lacey and Antonio Fernandez King Tone with the Latin King. Shout out to Sean Stevens. Credible Messenger, Sean. And uh, um, I'm at uh, my organization is Public Information Relations Unit, Compton, California. 
Uh, I'm associated with the BlackUnicornFactory.com, uh, Bridging the Wealth Gap. My uh, email is NOIProtection at Gmail. That's it, man. Right there, some incredible brothers, man. Yes, indeed. And, you know, we'd like to thank you, man, for tuning in to another episode of Gangster Chronicles. You know, this has truly been, man, a history lesson tonight. Um, One that you need to really just look at once or twice is we got a lot of issues in the neighborhood, and these are the guys that's going to lead you to the future because you can't go forward without knowing your past. Exactly. You can't go forward without knowing your past, man. Download the iHeart app, man. Remember, Apple Podcasts, five-star rate, and subscribe. Peace. We out of here. Yeah. When I write y'all, all across the USC, Compton, Watts, Bay to L.A., Pomona, California, from valley to valley, we represent that killer Cali. So if you keeping it real on your side of your town, you tune in to Gangsta Chronicles. Gangsta Chronicles, we gon' tell you how it goes. Nose will grow like Pinocchio. We gon' tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta Chronicles, this is not your average show. You're now tuned into the real MCA Big James and Big Stills. Strictly from the streets. Hello. We represent the G's. Uh, you know we represent the G's. Never no wanna be's. Gangsters, hustlers, players on the dark. Tune in like every week. If you wanna hear the real. Well, you didn't come to the right spot, Gangsta Chronicle. Finally get a chance to let the real ones speak. Gangsta Chronicles, what's the word on the streets? When I write y'all, all across the USC, Compton, Wyoming. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.